Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Empowering Intuitives Explored Talk Show. Tonight, I have with me uh, Cassandra Joan Butler. She is a phenomenal astrologer, psychic medium, social worker, licensed massage therapist, Reiki master. And, uh, you know, Cassandra, you're just amazing. I thank you so much for coming in tonight. Um, what I love is, you know, you have had such a wonderful upbringing and a spiritual home and you've had your gifts since you were very young and you really do bridge um, both the spiritual and um the physical plane and your work is just uh, amazing i love listening to you um and learning from you you're a fantastic teacher and consultant and um welcome to the show dr michelle you're making me blush <laughs> i don't need any 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 little little uh whatever blush on my on my on my on my blushing cheeks but thank you for that beautiful introduction and i have been blessed uh, great mom and dad who um you know, even as a youngster, it was one of those things where, oh, let's go home and sit around the uh, the table. We'll, we'll play Canasta. We'll play Monopoly. And let's play some tarot cards. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was very blessed. But uh, I, I, and I feel very uh, like yourself. To use our gifts in this world is, is such a privilege and a blessing. And uh, to, to help people... And we're using multiple gifts. You're the same way, right? Absolutely. I mean, having the logical background in medicine and plus having the expertise and skill and intuition, you are a bridge builder, my dear. So I'm very honored to be with you tonight. Oh, thank you. And I love the topic of astrology. And this is just um, such an amazing tool for us, I think, to help us understand ourselves, how we interact with the world. And, you know, it's just a fantastic topic. So I'm so glad and excited tonight. Mm -hmm. So welcome yes. everybody that's here live. Please interact and you can ask questions as we go through the show. And we're going to talk on a lot of topics tonight, um, aspects of astrology. So why don't we get started, Cassandra, and tell us, what exactly is astrology? Right. Well, astro, of course, means the stars, and ology is the study of. I think, um, I think everybody would agree with this simple topic. Weather affects us. All right. So I, I was also blessed to grow up in Western New York with, you know, the worst snowstorms in history, 1977. You know, I was barely a child. But in any case... I see astrology as a recognition that we live in a universe, right? One verse, one holistic place. So, of course, our solar system would have an impact on each of us as above, so below. Now, having said that, I think most people's pushback against astrologies is they can't even imagine how um, a, a hunk of rock that's circling the sun can have any viable influence on we flesh and blood people except when you look at astrology it's more of an archetypal symbolic study and i say this with all humility having studied it for a good 40 years i don't know how it works i keep on wondering how it works 
but I think that there is uh, a message for all of us. I, I look at it as creator's language to us. Mm, that's awesome. And, yeah. you know, it's funny because I, I think it's interesting how you brought a lot of people give pushback because, the, you know, sometimes if they don't understand it and it's not tangible, it's really hard to wrap their heads around it. And so astrology for me was one of those hmm, this is so esoteric and I can't quite put my finger on it, but yet found myself always looking at the the week's astrology and seeing if, did it really show up? You know, I'm always that healthy skeptic. Who was my right. week really like that? And I love going backwards and seeing yes. it, you know? Yes. And, and it blows my mind every time when I'm like, how can this chart, how can that really depict? What really mm -hmm. happened last week? It, it really is a fascinating thing. I agree. I have no idea how it works, but mm -hmm. it totally works. Yeah. And, and I think it has to do also with the, the philosophical notion that every moment has an energy attached to it. So the energy that we were born under has uh, a holistic approach as we unfold our lives. And, and, and some people have tried to scientifically understand how astrology works so that if you're conceived, for example, um, in, in, in um, oh, I don't know, in, in, in late October, and you would have a child in late July, so that child might have the attributes of both those times. Um, okay, one of my friends said it best. Astrology is a 3,000 year scientific anecdotal experiment and it works <laughs> so, so um i i don't want to be flipping about it but it, it's a great tool and and astrology is misunderstood because it's unlike pure psychic intuition that's coming from a different source it's coming from spirit it's coming from uh perhaps a deceased loved one it's 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 uh, coming from remote viewing and, and those other qualities. Astrology is more black and white. The planets are really there, and they really move and they form geometric configurations, Dr. Michelle. So think about a full moon. I think most people would agree, the full moon is a visual representation of the sun and moon opposite to one another, and even the biggest skeptic will shrug their shoulders and say, yeah. What's going on? Is there a full moon? People are acting moony. <laughs> They're acting moony. And, and actually, there's some scientific evidence to that, right? It affects the tides. It affects migration. It affects uh, blood flow during operations. And, 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 and mm -hmm. scientists call that um, bio... Oh, there's a word for it. Well, I forgot exactly. But they call it bio studies, uh, taking the biology with the lunar effect. So that's something that people can wrap their eyes and ears around. You ask any nurse and they will know four days before to four days after a full moon, patients' behaviors change, mm -hmm. people interact. And we, we say this all the time in my office, we go, what's going on? It must be a moon. <laughs> like, you know, without anything. And right. we, we pull up one of the um, uh, sky, charts that show you what what moon cycle you're in and we're like oh yep here we are it's it's mm -hmm. every single time gail says as a psych nurse she can attest to that the, the full moon <laughs> changes <laughs> absolutely yeah mm -hmm. yeah for um, sure i mean it's a powerful yeah. thing for sure yes it is and, and and so what is the full moon the full moon is when the sun 
which is consciousness, is opposite the moon, which is unconsciousness, and people feel split. And that's a geometric configuration. Astrology is geometry. 180 degree angle between the sun and the moon, and we can see the moon when it's full. And then sometimes the planets make right angles, 90 degree angles, and that creates internal pressure. Sometimes the planets think of a circle. It's all based on a circle. And here's another cool thing about astrology. Astrology is circular, cyclical. Astrology is all about circles and cycles. And nature likes to draw in circles. See the little circles behind me? <laughs> yeah, for sure. We humans like to like to be in black and white and, and draw in squares. I, I no doubt people are watching this on a squared off rectangular screen. It's not a circular computer screen, but nature likes circles. So we start with a circle. And Lynn adds in here, she says, yes, and Mercury retrogrades. She's worked in a nursing home and it gets very interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For sure. I'm glad Lynn mentioned that because Mercury retrograde simply means the planets are either going uh, from Earth's apparent perspective, either going direct or they're seemingly going R or retrograde in reverse. And then things will manifest on our little planet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have a lot of people that maybe don't know about um, getting a specific birth chart or natal chart. And what does that mean for sure. somebody versus yeah. just a reading for your sign? That's a great question because especially people of a certain age, Dr. Michelle, i.e. people who did not grow up in front of the screen, the computer screen, astrologers had one avenue by which to promote and uh, communicate their craft, which was usually newspaper columns. And so we'd read, oh, today Aries, which is a quart, which is one one twelfth of the 8 billion people on the planet <laughs> are having this type of day. Naturally, that, that's nonsense. But as people have gotten more sophisticated and we are in the computer age, anyone can put together the three things which creates their birth chart the moment they were born, birth date, birth time. They took their first breath. And as a, a medical professional, you understand the first breath is often how we designate a living or a death of someone. So that first breath, when we're breathing in on this plane, on this planet, is the time of birth and a city of birth. Then when you draw up with those three coordinates, where, when, and specifically when, and then a chart is therefore constructed, which is like your spiritual DNA. It's like your little blueprint that you carry with you all of your life. Yes. That's a birth chart. <laughs> so for anybody that's listening to this that has never had their birth chart or natal chart, you definitely want to do that and have somebody like Cassandra really interpret it for you because you. it is so powerful the first time you sit down and somebody like looks at this little chart and oh, i have my one of mine here well excuse all oh, this stuff. Um, yeah there it so, is Yay. so when you look at this and you're like how can this how can you depict me based on this and you're just like wow 
they can read all about you and it it i found it such a fascinating tool to learn and understand why i do the what i do and and um how that changes so right. it's fascinating and how it changes um well astrology has an answer for that we change and the environment changes and sometimes we change spontaneously we all know that that's called a progress chart how we're changing over time and um, then we have a transit chart, which we read when we superimpose our little birth chart and we put the transits on top of it and see if something lines up. Like the biggest lineup is a solar return chart when the sun in the sky is returning to the exact moment of your birth. That's your birthday chart. Way back when, Michelle, um, the greeting cards would say many happy returns. <laughs> yes. Yeah, from the, from the even the 19th century. What they were implying is many happy solar returns. The sun is returning. The sun is returning. Nice. That's awesome. It's awesome. And so, you know, one, like I, I said a little bit earlier was I found it a great tool to help me understand who I was and mm -hmm. the the gifts that I brought in to this yes. earth plane and um, how it really helped me with my intuition and mm -hmm. um, understand limitations that I've had mm -hmm. that I brought in and I'm working out some of our mm -hmm. life lessons. There's so much that you can glean from this. Um, how else could they use this to enhance their own spirituality and intuition? Oh, yeah. And it's it's really great. Um, I wish. Well, I'll, I'll just summarize. There's 12 sections on a birth chart. Each section is called a house. And um, yes. Oh, thank you. That's perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so each house is is very rich with symbolism. For example, when if you were born, say at noon, that means that person's sun sign or essence would be shining in the house of external outward career achievement. And so, like you said, astrology can be used to understand who you are. It's a validation of who you are. Mm -hmm. And it can even bring in under the auspices of something called evolutionary astrology. What are your, what are your evolutionary soul's growth uh, saying? In other words, what are you trying to let go of from past lives? And what are you trying to develop in this life? Your mm -hmm. spiritual destiny. It can talk about your ideal person that you would like to partner with. And um, it's, not just, it's not limited to sun signs, right? We've mm -hmm. got, you know, you might find someone where your ideal partners might have a moon sign that really coordinates with you. Um, so... I mean, all the applications. It can tell you, and here's something that's very simple. Sometimes people will say, oh my gosh, I've been striving to do X, Y, or Z. I have a dream. Um, I have a goal. And I've been working on this goal for seven years. And it's not happening. And I've done all the right things. And all of a sudden, I'm an overnight success. And we'll look at the chart and go, Oh, the lucky planet, Jupiter, has just crossed over your career house. So, <laughs> so you, you get that overnight success. So it really tracks uh, when you should hold up or when you should fold up. 
<laughs> right? When you're playing the game of life mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so much more. It, 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 it takes a little bit. And the, the main focus of how I love astrology so much, it's proof that we are part of a universe and that there's a creative design out there that every moment, every person, every animal, every city, every state, every country has a birth chart. And we, we can we can read those big things too by looking at the chart. Oh, then that's that is so fascinating too. You know, I think it was um the last reading that I had with you and um, I remember thinking, oh, I kept feeling my intuitions just amping up. And I, you know, we can be great intuitives for other people, but we sometimes just don't get that clear vision for ourselves mm -hmm. or we get in our own humanness way. And I like mm -hmm. how you said about it helps you feel like there is that bigger um, thing going on and you don't get stuck in the humanness of it so yes. much. And I remember yes. you telling me, oh, well, you're in your, your Chiron return and explaining what that was all about. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And then it was like, how long is this going to last? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that gave me such a reassuring thing that, you know, I tend to be wanting it all done yesterday. And I'm like, you got to learn how to settle in on this. This is going to be a little bit of time before mm -hmm. things go through. So it helped me understand a bigger picture of, yeah, it tells you the, the shot of where you're at, but it also, you have to learn to accept some of the processes you're gonna go through in, in the right. Chiron return. Exactly, Michelle. So here's something that I think your viewers might appreciate. In psychology, um, I certainly have studied psychology, we, we, we just shrug our shoulders and say, oh, yeah, there's predictable life cycles, right? You don't ask a 15-year-old what you might ask a 50-year-old to do, right? So right. astrology has, and what, what is astrology? So astrology is all the planets, and it's based on the planet's orbits. So one of the most significant orbiting planet is Saturn. It represents maturity and um, manifestation, struggles, but great rewards, so Saturn's orbit is 28.5 years. <laughs> so at age 28.5 years, everyone go back to that. If you might be there right now, you might be 28, 29 years of age. You're saying to yourself, oh my gosh, I'm so old. I've got to make decisions. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. The same thing with that 58, 59 year old. Oh my gosh, when do I retire? Those are similar life cycles. At age 50 is Chiron return. Like, I realize I am vulnerable as a human being, and I have gone through heck and, 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 a, and a basket, but I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to take my wisdom and help others. That's a Chiron return. Yeah. Age 42. Oh, my gosh. That's called Uranus opposition. The, the, you know, the, the, the beautifully um, successful 42-year-old is looking at their lives, their kids, their successes, their 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 home, whatever. Is this all there is? Maybe I want something different. <laughs> so every age is a developmental psychological cycle, which corresponds with the passing planets. So that's something to wrap one's eyes around. Yes. And anybody in the medical field, we learn about the stages of development. Um, and so it is interesting how everything is layered like this. And so astrology correlates with that. It's for me, I, I can, 
give you the analogy of when you study Chinese medicine versus traditional medicine yes. and you study all these different modalities, there's always an overlay and it helps you at a, yes. like another layer of understanding. Exactly, exactly. Well, you know, I think everyone who's ever had a child, I, I have two, they're, they're adults now, how wonderful. But when I had my kids, I thought, well, I'm never going to put up with the terrible teens. You know, my kids are going to be perfectly fine citizens from zero to 30. Well, I had the terrible teens with my children. And most 15-year-olds are rebelling against authority. That's half of the Saturn cycle. 30 and 15. So it's, it's fun to coordinate uh, life cycles with the passing planets. Again, is Saturn up there in the solar system pulling on our strings? I don't think so. But it's more of an archetypal uh, guide that I think Creator has given us. Yeah, it's it's just, it's fascinating to me how accurate it really truly is. So it's mm -hmm. awesome. Maria has a question. She says mm -hmm. she was born February 19th which is on the cusp of Aquarius and Pisces, which I think really makes my birth time important. How do mm -hmm. I figure out what sign I actually am? All right. I could actually do this for her really quickly. If she, I have a little computer in my um, phone, uh, which has, uh, I can draw up her chart for her. And uh, that's a great question because it depends on where she was born and what time she was born. And people often say, oh, I'm a cusp baby. But theoretically, you're only one sun sign. And um, so she was born, I, I can do this for her quickly. Um, she was born February the uh, 19th. And what year was she born? So Maria says it was an Altoona PA. What year? Maria, if you can type in for us what year you were born, 1975. Okay. And then the million dollar question, what time? Let's see. If, just wait for her to bring that in. Uh, Jill says, you need to do a class on just the returns. I agree. We love Cassandra's classes. Thank you. Maria, do you know what time you were born? think around 10 30 a.m okay that's really helpful <laughs> and we're going to give you your your big reveal here my friend <laughs> the big reveal is ta-da if you were born at 10 30 in the morning you just eked into being a beautiful psychic intuitive pisces nice mm-hmm and altoona pa okay now if you were born say in uh st louis missouri you would still be an aquarius mm -hmm. the way the way the place uh goes and your moon is in gemini maria and um you have a great affinity for trying to use your gifts and creativity your intelligence your ability to communicate you're a communicator you're a teacher you're a student that's always learning new things to help uplift the world help uplift the world awesome i guess I, I just want to say one more thing for maria um fantastic april 12th for you you're having your jupiter return so uh, a lot more confidence a lot more excitement with applying your gifts to the outer world a lot of success this is gonna be a fabulous year for the pisces 
really will be. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. I agree, Marianne. We'll say congratulations to Pisces. Pisces mm-hmm. is a great intuitive sign for sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, you know, you alluded a little bit about um, everything has its own sign. Yes. So we, you know, I remember in the class you talked about the presidency and mm-hmm. um I almost forgot to plug in my laptop. We don't want this thing to die. Okay, there we go. (laughs) All right. Um, But I remember, you know, we had looked at, um, we had looked at that. And so, you know, I'm sure that you've looked at the pandemic and um, what what have you uncovered about that through astrology? Sure, absolutely. Way back when, it was almost two years ago, exactly this month, me and some wonderful astrologers decided to do a teaching cruise. And we call it the, um, I think it was called the Love and Hope Cruise. We gathered together, we did classes on board ship to prepare people for the year of transformation. And we set sail on uh, January 12th of 2020. And um, truth be known, we were not talking about any viruses then. We didn't know about it. It was just like a little whispering coming out of China. And what we did know is that the year ahead would have a very unique configuration of two planets namely Saturn, we already talked about Saturn, the 30-year cycle, and Pluto, the 248-year cycle, coming together and meeting in the sky, together, conjunct, in the sign of structure, business, government, technocracy, big business, all the things in our lives that make us feel secure. But we want to believe in the hierarchy of a good life, the planet Pluto means death and rebirth. Mm. Saturn means fear. So on the planet, collectively, plus there was an eclipse going on. Eclipses uh, are portals of change. All at the same time, happening in January, unbeknownst to the public, there was this nefarious astrological thing. Now, I'm not saying the people on the planet were doing it. It was just a lesson to be learned for all of us. It was a collective lesson of unraveling authority at its core. And I I was making comments during those classes aboard ship that we have to learn how to become our own authority. Mm. And that has been very difficult because the other thing in in the pandemic first year was that we shifted, the eclipses shifted into Gemini and Sagittarius. So one of the frustrations, I think I speak for pretty much every person of those 8 billion on the planet, who who to believe and what to believe and Mm. when to believe it. Because, of course, it's scientifically based, but sometimes the science was was different. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we would have one group say, we got to do this. And I mean, early on, I remember like even, I hope I I don't be shunned off off your your show, but I did read some, a lot of research that said masks don't work, for example. Mm -hmm. And and then, well, of course they work. And all this multiplicity of conflicting cognitive dissonance. So it wasn't just the stress of, having a virus, which by the way, is airborne and and enters our nose, right? Mm -hmm. We all can agree on that. Well, the eclipses were in Gemini and Gemini rules the lungs. So these eclipses only come around every 18 years. All right. So 
we astrologers knew that this was going to be at its root, at its core, a, a demolition of how we saw our structures in our lives. It wasn't just about a virus, but then it was also about how are we uh, connecting with the powers that be and how are the powers that be are expressing how to basically lead or rule us. So that was that was the first year. The second year, where we're at now, well, I'm sorry, the third year. 2021 was a year of, of build back and uh, touchstone going forward, going backwards. But 2022 is going to be a very different year because the eclipses are changing, Michelle, in two weeks. It's going to have a nodal shift. So not that we won't not have a virus floating around that's that's you know biologically called COVID-19 and its variants, but we will be not talking about other things. The conversation collectively will be more about security, safety, finances. Mm-hmm. Okay, that so the conversation has shifted, and and that's that's based on the eclipse changes. Okay. Cool. So basically, at its root, um, we've all learned how to process fear, mm-hmm. because those two planets together at the at the get go um, are very fearsome planets. I mean, Pluto means death. Yes. We have wrestled with our own mortality. Even if you have not had someone close to you pass, the specter of death has always been there. And fear, which is Saturn. Saturn and Pluto kissing in the sky happens every like thousand years or so. So that's why it was so such a big year of transformation. Facing our fears, facing our fears. Oh, for sure. And that you could totally see in how people you know, having everything closed down and people forced to really go within, stay within your home, learn to see what's going on there and helping, really it was about confronting our own fear and our own yes. mortality and all of those things that you said for sure. Yeah. And people reemerged. And it was, it, for me in healthcare, you, can, you could see the distinct changes. Either some people were deeper in their fear and weren't processing and they were in resistance to shifting and or other people really started to wake up to what the heck is going on and how can I be more in control about myself, my emotions, my perspective. And um, yeah, for sure, everything changed like daily. We were doing policy changes every week. It was like... (laughs) Right. And and for people like myself that like structure an organization, it was like that that was so hard to maintain for more than a couple of days. It seemed like, you know, exactly because you, you were in a leadership position in the healthcare field. And so the, the uh, directives coming from the infrastructure was was contradictory, I would imagine. <laughs> and you had to change. And it's like. That's that's the essence of the message of these two planets. Yeah, it's like, do we do we do we let people in with a mask or without a mask? I mean, you, and we all want to play by the rules. There's an essential part of being a human that wants to uh, navigate this world with respect and responsibility. And so we've learned all of that too. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also learned how to maintain our. Uh, flaying emotions because the eclipses were in the sign of cancer. When we were housebound, initially with the lockdowns, that's when the eclipses were still in the sign of cancer. Cancer in astrology rules homes. I mean, um, 
they say that, you know, home-based businesses are, are really kind of weather the storm of, um, of, of the COVID crisis. And also the fact that we're connecting right now because Gemini is about communication. How many people never use a Zoom prior to 2020? Right. <laughs> yeah. And then the business of business was was uh, virtual. So that's, like you can say, it was a plus too, really, because the eclipses were in communicational tools. Communicational is not a word. Communication tools vis-a-vis uh, -vis the uh, computer and Zoom and other platforms. Well, and, and it just forced this huge growth. You know, you talked about it being a year of transformation for sure. Yeah. <laughs> One way or another, it really made us learn to do things mm -hmm. differently. And Absolutely. Lynn said she agreed. First time ever uh, home full time and the first time ever in 42 years, she learned so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I understand um, myself included. I baked war. Now, I need a little bit more weight too, but uh, <laughs> it was fun to hang out at home and 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 resurrect my my baking skills with my daughter. So, yeah. Well, it it was a teaser for me because at one point I was home doing more telehealth, and I'm like, oh, I could get used to this. <laughs> Unfortunately, that doesn't happen for me now. But um, yeah, I can see the appeal for sure. It's it's um it's totally different environment so yes. um but it helped people i think in just so many ways yeah. um so what do you think about um this coming year what does astrology kind of show us now with the with the pandemic and sure. just with the fall yeah. the upcoming year yes my dear so i, I would love to you know, just hit the highlights of uh, the year ahead sure. so every year for about 15 i do a very extensive um PowerPoint. I would invite your listeners if they're interested, and I have two more sessions available for people, uh, one on Thursday and one on um, Friday the 14th. That's going to be a Zoom call, right? So, I, and, and so every year I name the year and tell everybody in simple language, I hope they'll be simple tonight, what are the major themes for 2022? I call 2022 the year of what matters, Okay, so all the learning of the past 20 months, 22 months have been processing us. So we are prioritizing our lives differently. It's the year of what matters. We start the year. We're still starting the year right now. It feels like January's already gotten away, but it's only what the fourth. Right. <laughs> it feels like it's already well deep into the new year. So as we are doing this webcast tonight we have the venus planet retrograde now okay. venus is the planet that represents love money desire and beauty in other words mm -hmm. venus represents what matters to us what's the juiciness of our individual lives she is retrograde just like we talked about earlier mercury retrograde she's behind the scenes she's traveling retrograde so the imperative for all of us as we start January until the 29th of January is to kind of reflect on what matters, where we find Capricorn in our charts. Now, Capricorn goes back to the year of transformation. What matters in terms of our personal responsibility, our personal authority, our personal respect to others and reliability to others. So all these 
thoughts are coming around the bend. So that's a big theme that's carried out because it's rare for Venus to go retrograde. So I would draw everyone's attention to how you might be processing and coming to a conclusion on Saturday the 8th. Saturday the 8th, uh, sometime in the early evening, I think it's like 7.15. That's Eastern Standard Time. Venus in the sky is going to be hugging the sun. It's called a Venus star point. It's going to illuminate and illustrate for each of us what matters. Ah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So, like, suppose you, everyone who's listening, I'm sure, has goals and dreams and wishes and desires. So my mother used to say, you know, honey, you can do everything in your life, but not all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Very you true. Prioritize what your goals are. So, so this is the year of identifying first and then um, working towards our goals in a systematic way and taking responsibility for ourselves. But we get a big download on the 8th, which is, it's great that we're talking tonight. Yes, um, absolutely. That's yeah. awesome. And it's just fantastically timed to the new year, the new beginnings, the new moon, all of these things like launching forward. And it's really in alignment with the things that I've been talking about in my um, spirit inspirations in the morning. Spirit is just talking about being present and really trying to decide, you know, if you're not fully present in your day, you're on autopilot. You're just going, going, going. You're not paying attention to what's important, how you're thinking, how you're feeling, how you're processing. So yeah, perfectly like timed out for what I got downloaded today. Oh, that's a beautiful message. Awesome. I love that. I love yeah. that. So it's all timing out, like really mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. helping us look at ourselves, I think, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, very mm-hmm. powerfully. Because it's. I, I do feel like that is a, this is a year of moving forward and change, and but we have to change our perspective. And Right, right, right. And, and, and Venus uh, retrograde is also at its core asking each of us, to fall madly in love with ourselves. <laughs> nice. And to give yourselves a big pat on the back, pat on the head, give yourselves a hug, because we've all gone through a collective experience that has processed fear. Yeah. And it's been very difficult, even if you weren't touched directly by the virus. I think all of us were touched by the virus. For sure. You know, even even um, you know, psychically. Yeah. And I think it was at some level and being a social worker, you would, you can comment on this. Everybody went through a level of trauma with all of these restrictions. And so through that, people that are willing to work through it and let go and really Mm -hmm. process it are the ones that of us that are really moving forward and people that aren't, there's still people stuck. I actually had a patient said, oh, the numbers are going up. I'm not leaving my house and won't let their children leave their house. It's like, Mm -hmm. Okay, we ought to really start to process the trauma, you know. And the trauma was given to us by the phone next to you because the eclipses have been in Gemini and Sagittarius. Dear friends, I'm going to say a real truth scientific statement. I've lived through pandemics, 1968, 1958, the Hong Kong flu, the Asian flu, comparable fatality numbers true story. Mm-hmm. But we did not have constant reminders by our telephones. Yeah. 
that does something to one's brain. And, and, and that's the other unique situation about the past 22 months, 24 mm -hmm. months, is that we've been bombarded with messages over and over and over. So in 2022, we're going to figure out what matters. And here's the other big theme, a couple of the more big things. We're going to be talking about how to ground what we want and what we love to do and how to become more safe with our values, our money, and our closest connections. And intuition is going to be on the front burner. So people like yourself... <laughs> Sharing your gifts, teaching, inspiring people. There's going to be so many people who want to know what is going on beneath the veil. What's going on beyond our five senses. People are going to, even if they're those skeptical people, oh, you psychics, you mediums, you're, 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 you're just, no, 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 no. They're <laughs> going to get dreams. They're going to get visitations from their aunts and uncles who are in spirit. And they're going to be like, I didn't know this could be happening. Because we have a beautiful new cycle that is inspirational, psychic, intuitive, and loving and compassionate on April 12th. So friends, circle that date. It happens to fall on Holy Week uh, for the Jewish calendar, Passover week, and also the Christian calendar. It just happens to fall that way. That's when Jupiter, which means expansion, and Neptune, which means compassion, expanded compassion, and, and trying to you know bridge those those, those um, difficult problems that have come that's destroyed sometimes homes and families and businesses and, and fear and, and rhetoric and blame games, we're going to be coming together more as nice. we get into April. And, you know, I can really validate that. It's so funny. Like we spoke a little bit earlier about so many more people are reaching out and wanting more information. And yes. I've gotten so many new people that... Um, are very good healthy skeptics and the one it was just hilarious she, we went through the whole reading and very powerful information came through um, her husband and spirit and things and it was so funny kept talking about this red vet this red vet and she oh he had a vet and he wanted her to like they they she, she validated all this information and then afterwards after the reading she went and got in the shower and little red corvette came on <laughs> so when she was done with the shower she goes you will not believe this i'm like i just laughed i thought it was great because they kept saying we're going to show you in your daily life we're going to prove to you we're going to keep showing you and it wasn't even she <laughs> instantly she got that validation from spirit she goes that's crazy like that is just amazing and i really feel like what you're saying more and more people are wanting to and gail says here yes she wants to connect to her spirit guides more and more people are being drawn to developing their intuition and learning how to trust that and get that guidance from themselves exactly since all of the misinformation that kind of set us up to learn that the yes. only true connection is your connection to your higher power and source perfectly said my dear i mean um and 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 again it, i think the universe creator god spirit whatever term you may use set us up for this collective experience in 2020 and i was calling that also the year of trying to identify your own authority but by 2022 now we're, we're using the other side of our brain right you know, most of us, especially in the West, uh, it's championed to, to go to the good school, to get the degrees, to be logical, to take your science class. 
you know, you and I have done all that stuff. You, you more than I, that was medical, my goodness. It's, it's hard to do all that left brain logical thing. But now I think the universe is saying, hey guys, it's okay. You can trust your, your spirit guides. You can trust your music, your art, your ability to interpret your own dreams. So we're going to have a great year for that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. Awesome. And as you're talking, I keep bringing up that movie. They're showing me the Celestine Prophecies. Yes. You know, like that just was a big launching point many, many years ago for me. And and that's really what's happening. More and more people are starting to get that understanding Uh and that connection, uh for sure. Uh Uh For sure. Yeah. So would you like to tell us maybe... um, uh, a little bit, a little nugget for each sign or what? Sure. Oh, people want to know, how did you get into astrology? Sure, sure. Um, I can remember, well, I, I didn't, back in the 60s, you didn't grow up saying you want to be an astrologer. So I have all the other, you know, um, analytical left brain background. But I had an interest as young as nine. I, I think when I look at my chart, I may have, my soul recognized the astrology. And like I said, I had a very supportive childhood. I mean, I, we used to go to Lilydale, Lilydale Assembly. And um, Michelle and I connected through that beautiful fellowships of the spirit. And um, Western New York is a really a hot box of uh, spirituality because of Lilydale originally, if people aren't familiar. So the long and short of it is I did other things concurrently, but in 1987, I um, made the commitment to launch my astrological work. And I was going through a Pluto, which is that big transformation planet on top of my sun. I was also going through the Saturn return. I was rate shy of 30 years of age. So that is, um, it kind of fell to me, fell into me. And I have a passion to help people at least understand their charts Maybe, you know, you don't have the, the, the time or energy to become a professional astrologer. Great. But this is like a tool. I don't have the time or energy to become a professional medical professional, but I, I want to learn a little anatomy. <laughs> so astrology has been always a part of my life, basically. Yeah. Okay. Want me to do the nuggets? Yes, yeah. please okay. do so. So I, I hear my notes, guys. I, I, there's my notes. I mean... I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I put those into words. Alkaline, nice and slow, because we have some time. Oh, we have a little bit more time. So I, what I'll do is just do some featured uh, suggestions and nuggets for each of the signs. And if you know your sun sign, great. Blend it with your rising sign, friends, too. And and by the way, on my website, um, on the front page, there's a free uh, app where you can plug in your birth information. You can get a chart, and that's free. All right, so if you don't know what your rising sign is, we need your time of birth for that. Okay, so if your Aries or Aries rising, this is the year that's fine-tuning your intuition, number one, and um, you're going to all, until May, your intuition is going to flow and flourish Aries, but then by the middle of May, you become a lot more confident and you start going for things that you haven't thought you could accomplish for six years. So it's, it's, it's really a green light for the Aries and you're stepping into your own authority with your career promotions. It's all about taking the time, 
to first cultivate spirituality and then go for it second half of the year for your dreams and uh, leadership in your career. Taurus, this is one of the most important years for you to craft your own sense of destiny. The, the uh, eclipses are going to be in Taurus, North Node. You're going to really feel that whispering as early as two weeks from now. You're going to see how your friendships are shifting. You're going to be aligning with more like-minded friends. And the other friends, you might love them, but you might be going in a new direction. Also, Taurus is going to be more, doing more teaching or traveling um, and uh, expanding their academic uh, awareness. Gemini, this is the year of you deciding how you want to make your income. You've already learned about who you are, but Gemini is going to maybe change how they're making their living in the world. They are going to also um, do a whole lot of work with their psychological, spiritual transformation and trust in their own abilities more. I'll pick up the speed a little bit. Cancer, this is the year when you're going to take care of your schedule. We often, we often think that schedules are a big deal, but they are. You know, making more time and more balance for your life, more prioritizing fun and nurturing of self. You're also going to take some time at the latter part of the year of uh, producing a more comfortable home for yourself. For Leo or Leo Rising, this is a fantastic year for you to expand, number one, your own spirituality, your responsibility in the outer world, and play more. Tap into your inner child and your creativity. For Virgo or Virgo Rising, play early in the year. B, take your creative projects and turn them into your fun and your, take an avocation and make them into a vocation. So for you, it's going to be fun doing all of those creative projects to help serve others. Love is, it. Isn't that great? Because the nodes are going to be in your creative fun house, which is going to dovetail also huge amount of work for you this year. But it's going to be fun work. <laughs> I love it. Bring it. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> for the Libra or Libra rising, the nodes are in your sixth house. Emphasis also with your self-care, your work, your um, taking care of yourself. And the latter part of the year for Libras or Libra risings, romance relationship you and i share that so we'll see we will see talk, we'll talk in, in june and see who, who's coming in right that's right that's right. <laughs> right scorpio uh this is a very good year for you to partner well and to connect with the bffs that really matter to you and also expand your own inner resources financially it's going to be a very good year for the scorpios Sagittarius, early on the year, take care of home and family and, and, and uh, family connections. Heal the old hurt, Saggy. And towards the end of the year, more travel, more expansion, maybe some studying or some teaching. You're, you know, Sagittarius just loves to teach. Capricorn or Capricorn rising. This is the year when you're going to be identifying for yourself um, how you want to function in your everyday reality. 
how to self-talk more effectively. You've been beat up a lot in the past couple of years, Capricorn. So turn down the judgment volume that you sometimes project to your own mind. And then the latter part of the year, you're just going to use all that wisdom to cultivate a stronger leadership in your own career. Aquarius, we start the year off with you saying, hmm, do I stay in this career? Do I change? Do I retire? It's about career as we start the year. It's about friendships as we end the year, creating more greater friendship connections. For Pisces, all eyes on you, first part of the year, your confidence is growing. I mean, Jupiter's in, in Pisces right now. You're feeling very positive about advertising, promoting yourself, which is a good thing. Towards the end part of 2022, you're spending more time in intuitive uh, avenues, meditating, dreaming, and uh, taking care of your spiritual technologies. So those are just a couple of nuggets for everybody. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. So many people are commenting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So excited about the nuggets. And guys, if you really want to learn this, please, um, I put in a, her Cassandra's website is CassandraJoanButler.com. She does teaching. She's on Facebook every week. She has so many amazing classes. Like this is just a beautiful nugget how, how amazing she truly so is. Sweet. And Thank just you. the knowledge. And she's such a gifted uh, intuitive that laying that on top of it is just it's absolutely inspiring. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Is there anything you want to add about what you're doing this year? Sure, sure. You know, I um, I, I want to just kind of dovetail this to the, the folks who are eager to learn about their own intuitive gifts. We're all intuitive. Like I always say, all of us have a right brain, right? So the astrology can help identify in many ways are you more of a clairvoyant? Are you more of a clairsentient? Are you more of a clara, um, clairvoyant, clairsentient, uh, empath? It, it, because all of us have gifts, but in different ways. And when those gifts start emerging, um, one of the major things I'll be doing, other than the classes in January, I'll be teaching a beginner's astrology class in February. Yay! And... Um, so please check out and, and just join my, my newsletter. All the details will be coming to a email um, platform near you. So I, I'll be doing obviously the Zoom, but the way I teach astrology is very uh, interactive and um, experiential. So, mm -hmm. and, and you know, astrology is an Aquarius undertaking, which means the world. So sometimes we learn more when we are sitting in a class and we say, so where's your Pisces? Oh, it's there. And my Pisces is there. And then you remember, you know, it's, it's, it's astrology. When you first look at it from a book, you can get overwhelmed, <laughs> but um, I think it's, it's a good thing to um, learn from each other. And that's what I strive to do. So I want to do it after Mercury goes direct this first class, which is like after February 4th. Um, and the other big thing is, the intuitive intuitive explosion of April 12th. I'm going to do something, even if it's an online retreat, on how to tap into your inner dreams or your intuition. I, I'm not sure. It hasn't come to me yet. I have to do a little bit more meditating on that. So, oh, that sounds awesome. I'm so yeah. excited. And I agree okay. with you. 
if you try to read from a book, I have lots of books on astrology and I get overwhelmed with it. And your mm -hmm. classes, it's it's almost like a love affair that you just digest a little by little and mm -hmm. and getting it in various forms, like the different mm -hmm. classes that you offer, just layer it differently and you mm -hmm. start to really um, remember it, identify with it. Mm -hmm. And I like your Lunar Lights Club where you Thank sent, you. you know, I love that. And I'm like, did I not renew? I, I got to make sure that I'm still on that because I'm like, I don't think I got that recently. So mm -hmm. that's a great way to get tidbits for yeah. each week and things. Yes. So it's, it's just a beautiful way. So Thank I you, heard sweet. you guys. Oh, you're welcome. I love you to death. Love and you to death. And I'm so honored to be with you. And you look wonderful. You're oh. glowing from ear to ear. You are doing God's work. Yes. And God's you work. too. You too, my dear. And I would love to have you back um, you. later in the year when you're a little free. I know we're both going to be all up and running with so much going on. Yes. And um, yeah, so guys, you definitely want to check her out and you owe it to yourself to really get your reading with her, um, about your natal chart and, mm -hmm. and really spark that interest about really where you're sitting right now and what, um, how you're interacting with this upcoming year specifically. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, awesome. The year of what matters. Every one of us matter. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's really uh, in, in alignment with what I've been getting to is uh, I love that. I love that about how we're taking care of ourselves and how mm -hmm. we're nurturing ourselves, body, mind and yes. spirit and yes. uh, reevaluating all of that for sure for mm -hmm. everybody. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was going to say that as well. Oh, thank you so much, guys. You guys are just very flattering. You make me blush over here. <laughs> I started you blushing. Now you got me blushing. It's so funny. But yes, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much, you guys. I hope that you have a fantastic year and catch out uh, Cassandra's stuff. She's a, a live on Facebook every, you're doing that every Wednesday, right? Every Wednesday at eight on my uh, Facebook page. Uh, and that's uh, for the United States <laughs> and for Australia and the rest of the world at 9 p.m. Nice. And that's where you get to see her actually do some mediumship, which is yep. just beautiful. I love the way Thank that you. you read. So that's okay. always awesome, too. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have a fantastic evening and I'll see you guys here next month. Awesome. Many <laughs> blessings. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night.